Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, episode 324. Fabulous! <laughs> Tomorrow's Val. Valentine's Day. What's everybody getting for goodies? I'll just take all the chocolate that they can make. Oh my God! Reminds me of that Lucille Ball thing where they were that line was going down and everybody was stuffing themselves with chocolate. Oh yeah, the candy episode. That is my favorite all-time comedy routine. <laughs> it was so hilarious because that's something that I would do. Oh yeah, I can do more. I can do faster and then just shove my mouth with chocolate when it's coming out, but in my boot. I mean, it's hilarious. Oh, so anyway, let's talk about all the gossip. Well, let's see. Let me powder my nose. I didn't even have time to get myself together today. It's rainy and kind of dreary outside, but not too much. Government's not uh, shut down, so we're doing okay there. So now RJ's sick. He was sick, so I take him to the doctor a week ago. They did a throat culture. He's fine. He goes to school. He gets more run down, more run down, run down, run down. I take him yesterday, bronchitis on his EPEC. I swear. So Freda's hand is now, the surgery's over, the wrap is gone. RJ is now sick. Haiti has the flu again, came back. I can't even oh believe it. Esperanza's husband's still in the hospital. Omar's back, his eye surgery's okay. I can't, everybody's sick anymore. And Roy's in trial. Roy's like, Roy goes to trial, Roy's like a machine. Gets up at the same time, <laughs> puts on the same shoes, even if they have holes in the bottom. He'll wear them 500 years <laughs> to repad the bottom. <laughs> He's got like 100 pairs of gorgeous Prada Gucci. He wears the same thing. And then he puts on, and he goes straight to work. And then he drops RJ, goes to work. And then he comes, honest to God, he gets home at 7 or 8, and then he works till like midnight every single night for this trial that's going to go on for three to four months. So now I'm, I'm getting bored because RJ doesn't feel good, and I'm like full of energy. Like, where's everybody? Because I was sick for a month, and now I'm like, where's everybody? I know. Let's do stuff. <laughs> you know, and Arian Royce is in there working, working, working. Anyway, so we're going to have that new product coming out soon. I'm not going to tell you much about it, but we should have it in the next three or four weeks. It's going to be fabulous. Start saving your money. <laughs> You're going to look gorgeous right <laughs> around the eye area. <laughs> and by the it. way, ladies, when you put your eye cream on, don't tug and tip. tip. Use your ring finger. It's the, the thinnest, most sensitive skin. It won't do the damage. And go like this and blot and then go up and outward strokes. Just so you know, one of my little lessons in life. Oh, and then we sent Little Monroe a locket. I wonder if they got it because before the breakup with Jeff and Gage, I had ordered a locket with a picture of Gage on one side and Jeff on the other. <laughs> and we mailed it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh my God. The timing couldn't have been more I was inappropriate. Just about to say, oh my well, gosh. She, he's still, you know, they're still his, her parents, and I'm sure they're still going to treat, well, they say they're not going to. Um, Jeff's on the radio show. Nothing's going to come between Monroe and Gage. So she'll have a locket. <laughs> when he's not there, she can look at it. <laughs> oh my God. That's cute, wasn't it? Cute? It was, it was cute. So then Roy and, the, Roy and Howard, I swear, and all their little team, they're working so many hours a day. It's insane. So Roy comes home. Do you want to eat? Nope. And so 
I, they don't even, I don't know, they always lose like so much weight during trial because they just don't even stop. So Sharon said the other day she took a bunch of food up to the office for Roy and Howard and the team. I was like, you know, I'm so lazy. Why didn't I ever take any food up there for the team? You're not lazy. Like you might not be thinking about the you know, food for the office because you're far from lazy. I did think about it, but then I thought, you know, they got Wanda. They got all these people up there. Somebody will feed them. But, you know, Sharon, she's so cute. She got herself. She went and got all low-carb, healthy food and took it up there. She's cute, isn't Aww, she? We love, I love her. Sharon. And I was like, good for you, Sharon. Now she's having the Christmas party at her house every year instead of me. I'm like, you go, girl. Nancy Pelosi, you go, girl. And then she's, uh, now she's taking the food up to the office. I'm like, you know, I have evolved to the queen status and have the princesses underneath me now doing all the work. Anyway, so she did that. So listen to this. So this amazing writer wrote this thing for the Justice Department in Miami called The Lion Roars in Winter. Oh, it's brilliant. And it's about Roy. I couldn't believe it. This guy's a great writer. His name's got to be on here somewhere. Ah, it wasn't. I don't see it. I've got to no. find it later. Actually, I think they use aliases. It's a blog. If you look no, at No, 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 James. Don't. Is it the thing you sent me? James, I'm going to handle this. Thank you. It was standing room only in the courtroom of U.S. District Court Judge and former REGJB ASA and State Court Judge Bob Scola Tuesday morning as Elizabeth Young rose and addressed the jurors, USA versus Philippus Formus, of course, that's who Roy's representing, who's charged with masterminding and orchestrating a billion-dollar nursing home medical fraud and bribery scheme. Of course, he's wrongly accused because he's Roy's client. <laughs> but it wasn't Miss Young that dozens of courthouse dissidents or whatever had packed the courthouse to see. It was to see the lion in winter roar once more. And so Roy Black, counsel for the defendant, walked to address the jury one more, ex once more, excluding, ex exuding confidence, representing a client against a powerful uh, opponent. There was a swagger in his gait, his trademark bonhomie tempered with scorn for the government's case, each word carefully chosen based on decades of experience as to how they would fall upon the ears of the juror. Each gesture planned and practiced, the cadence developed from a lifetime of studying the great orators of history, from General MacArthur to the great literatures of the last century like Lee Bailey and Edward Bennett Williams. They have stacked the case with con artists, liars, fraudsters, pause for effect, and even drug dealers. The eyebrows raised, the eyes searched the jurors for the impact of the words. This was his master applying his trade. Da Vinci pausing before the blank canvas and art waiting to be created. The jurors and the facts, lumps of clay just waiting for the hands of Rodin to mold and sculpt to his will. Eight grueling weeks of trial remain on the horizon, and it goes on to say that Mr. Black is leading a team of exceptionally talented lawyers led by the master who humbly told the jury we will try to expose all that we can. So anyway, I thought that was an amazing tribute to Roy, and this beautiful writer wrote it. So there. Ta-da! I thought it was Next. absolutely amazing. Well, it was lovely. All right. What did I tell you about the weather? I hear it's raining in L.A. still. And it's fabulous here, but it's drizzly today. Now, we're going to Texas this weekend, assuming RJ's on his Z-Pack and he's doing okay. Saturday night, dumb gay politics. 
9 o'clock at the Spider House Cafe on Fruth Street, F-R-U-T-H Street. So it's on 2908 Fruth Street in Austin. If you're around, I'm sure you can go to Dumb Gay Politics and buy tickets if it's not already sold out. It's probably sold out because I'm going to be there. Probably. I mean, really? And, and those girls are great. <laughs> we kidding. love the girls. And, and also Ronnie's going to be there. Oh. Okay. So I don't know if he's going to be part of the program. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just, they told me to be there. I'm going to be there. We're getting a lot of comments. People okay. are saying hello from the UK. Yeah. Becky Winter from the UK. Stephen Limming says hi from Louisiana. Um, uh, Alicia Dufet says, Leah, you never change. Never. Nina from Imsalt says hello. She just loves you. She's watching. Um, uh, Beth is on the roof again because she couldn't get a connection. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess she's on the mend. <laughs> and Alex Pledger said, I would literally die if Trump hired Roy for the Mueller investigation. <laughs> Can I tell you something? They tried to hire Roy. I don't know if I told you that. No. One of, Rush, uh, one of uh, Trump's huge supporters offered to pay Roy any amount to represent Trump. And Roy said, oh, I'm already in a major trial right now. I can't do it. Translation, I'd kill him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he could have done it. He could, you know, they can work around the trial schedule. They always do. But, uh, he, yeah. He, and, by the way, he, they would have paid him any amount of money to do it. So, but that shows you he does, he does draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you know how I feel about that? People say, oh, my God, you're, you're a criminal defense lawyer. How can you represent somebody like El Chapo, for example? So what my opinion is, and I've learned it by being around lawyers and everything, is the reason the criminal justice system works in this country and the reason we're a democracy when others aren't is no matter how bad your perpetration or your sin or your evilness is, you have the right to be judged by a jury of your peers. And if the prosecution cannot prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you're guilty, then you get to go free. And that's a much better system than them just hanging you or shooting a gun at you because somebody thinks that you're guilty. You have the right to prove exactly. that, that you're... Actually, you're not supposed to have to prove you're innocent. They're supposed to have to prove that you're guilty. But the, the way it really works is you they have to prove you're guilty and you have to prove you're innocent. But the way I feel about it is, you know, maybe once in a while a good guy doesn't go to jail... But it's better that once in a while a good guy doesn't go to jail than it is that for very oftentimes people that didn't do a crime do go to jail. That's why I support Barry Sheck and the Innocent Projects, because they brought in that DNA now, and they've gone back and they've gotten tons, especially like black people from years back that were thrown in jail without really a fair hearing, and they've proven through DNA they didn't commit the crime, and some of them are getting out of jail 20, 30 years later. So if Roy's client gets off of a crime that he may or may not have committed, it's not, the, not his fault that he's a genius lawyer and that he brought in all the facts and disproved the government's case. It's the government's fault that they couldn't prove their case. And if you can't prove your case, you have the presumption of innocence. That's the way the, the country works. So Roy doesn't ask you, are you guilty or not guilty when he takes the case. He takes the case and thinks you have the right to a fair trial and they have to prove the case. And if they can't prove it, you're not going to jail on my clock if I can help it. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that, you know? So, but now there are certain kinds of people that, you know, he has gotten dragged into cases where he thought the defendant was either 
you know, it was a gray area or it wasn't such a bad deed. And then as you got into it, it got dark and the client, you know, had done more than you think, but you're already in it and you have an ethical fiduciary responsibility to continue to, to, to uh, represent the client. And if the government can't prove that they did all these things, then you get to go free. And that's how it should be in a free, civilized, democratic society. All right, so that's my rant for the day. Oh, by the way, um, I went to a dinner party the other night, took everybody a gift bag, these lovely guys in my neighborhood that I just love. I used to hang out with one of them on Fisher Island all the time. He was a banker, and he's, he's just fabulous. He has an art collection that, Jason, you would have died for his art collection. He, I know who you just mean. Has and he's got a fabulous bit, yeah. art collection. Very he took prominent. us on a tour of all the different art. And... Uh, there were some high-profile people there, of course. Most, I'm sure, most Republicans, but they, none of them liked Trump. As far as I could tell, they all basically couldn't stand Trump. Anna Navarro was there. You know how she feels about him, so that'll set the tone. But then there was this one girl that showed up that you know I can't stand because she lies all the time and she gossips all the time and she thinks she's so fabulous and she's a liar and a gossiper. So I just ignored her, talked over her. But when I, I just ignored her. But when I get ready to leave, I left all the gift bags and the guy says, "You're going to leave her one too." And I'm like, "Of course, I'm going to leave one. I always take the high road. High road's easy when the low road's the gutter. Gutter skank trash." Okay, that was that, but my big mouth, you know, I know they're Republicans, most of them, at least some of them, not all of them, but uh, they don't like Trump, so therefore we were okay. But a couple of times I got to dig in, dig in, like when one of them said, well, you know, there aren't any moderate Supreme Court judges anymore. Maybe the last one, and they said Roberts is, and, you know, we all agreed on that. And then uh, they, they said, well, maybe, um, what was her name? Uh, oh, God. Sandra Day O'Connor. I said, are you kidding me? She's not moderate. She appointed George W. who started the Iraq war. <laughs> Roy was on the other end of the table <clears throat> across from me. And I mean, I know he was trying to kick me. It was like my legs just were long enough to kick her. Shut her up. I don't care. What do I care? Don't invite me somewhere and tell me to keep my mouth shut. I mean, Roy's taking me those legal things. And then <clears throat> that's why you were a good housewife. <laughs> exactly. But Roy would take me those legal things and then tell me to shut up. Like, you know, when I'd be talking to the judge next to me, I'd say, you know, I just don't understand why these people are in jail when they should be out on the presumption of innocence on bail until you've proven their case. And then Roy would just literally be fuming, kicking me under the table, go home, black and blue uh, on my legs for my kicks. And I'm like, you know, Roy, if, you, if I can't say what I want to these judges, then don't take me. I don't want to go anyway. I'm going to be nice. So I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. And finally, he's just like, let her say what in the hell she wants. What do I care? <laughs> I chased a judge down the street one day yelling at him about not letting us take a vacation in the middle of the trial because he was taking one anyway. Nancy Carver says, thank goodness for defense attorneys. Thank goodness. <laughs> Jesse DeVrita says, if you kill Roy, we'll help you hide the body. That's right. <laughs> Just always shoot him in the back. Jeff Harris says, it's so shameful. I can't imagine being jailed for something I didn't do. And Nikki Sheridan Taylor wants to know, was the trash a former housewife? No. The, I w no. 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 But it, it just people that just make stuff up and lie and gossip and spread it, are just not my kind of people. I won't own up to anything I've done. Just whatever it is. If I did it, I'll tell you, yeah, I did it. It was stupid. It was a mistake, or I'm proud of it, or so what? Who cares? What do you care? But if I didn't do something and you're going to go lie about it just to be able to have a story and try to be popular and fit in with the hate club, yawn. God, I mean, where's your talent? You have any talent? You can't come up with something more creative than that? 
Anyway, uh, oh, but that house was just loaded with amazing art, and then they had amazing food, and it was just really a great little dinner party. Everything was just perfectly, you know, the perfect china, the perfect glasses. It was everything I'm not, because, I mean, I have all that stuff at home, and I could do it. I just don't do it. I don't want to do it. I was thinking to myself, why don't I ever do this? I'm like, because I don't, because Freda won't wait on anybody. She'll complain about whoever I hired. The dogs will be barking. It's just too much. So I'm upgrading the Greenway house, Jason. I rearranged some of the art again. You know the old days? Oh my God, Jason, remember the old days? Every day I'd move around something. Remember, I'd re rehang something, rehang something. <clears throat> so you would rearrange the room sometimes. Something. And you know what we have to do? We have to find out how to keep that Domingo Zapato from getting ruined with the sun in the ballroom. We've got to figure out what to put on it. Somebody said put acrylic on it, but I'm afraid if you put acrylic on it and it can't breathe... You know, the canvas and the oil? Yeah, I, the only way I know is um, what's the, the, that restorative sort of, you have to put in a glass. A yeah, but, I, but right now, it's, yeah. I like it free hanging. Yeah. Write that on your list. We have to figure that out because I don't want to let that get ruined. I noticed that, and so I covered it with, uh, with a beautiful, beautiful piece of fabric that I happen to have. <laughs> so Valentine's Day, what's everybody doing for Valentine's Day? Well, I'm offering you my serum through the month of February for $10, $29 wholesale, $60 retail, anti-aging serum, and it helps support and build collagen, and everybody needs a serum. So you always wash your face, then you put on a serum, and then you put on your moisture lotion or cream, which of course we have all of that, which is fabulous. And then we have our Valentine's Day book that you can get really cheap on Kindle. You can get inexpensive on Amazon for the month of February for Valentine's Day. And we're selling it autographed and signed and personalized for $10 here. So you can do that for Valentine's Day. If you didn't get anything for Valentine's Day at the last minute, call us. We'll mail it. To, well, they won't be able to get it by tomorrow. And we also have all uh, our jewelry on sale as well, remember? Yeah, but you're going to have to get, you know, why'd you wait so late? I was going to tell you, the, we only have like a dozen of these, and they're stunning. These are stunning. Those are beautiful. These are set. beautiful gold-plated with handmade diamonds, and these are normally $75, and I think we're selling these for $35. We only have like 10 of them, but they're really gorgeous. If you buy two or three and make bangles, but you know, it's funny, I... These never, ever change or turn or age. They, they last, and they're gorgeous. And I know, remember Brie bought those, like, last year, three of them? And she wears them all the time. They look so gorgeous on her, and all of her friends bought them. So I ordered a dozen more, and we just got them, and that's it. So that's that. So that happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Now let's go to the Grammys. Oh, the Grammys. What would you guys think of the Grammys? Actually, this year, I have to tell you, I thought was one of the best years we've ever had in such a long time. I thought the performances, the energy, uh, the direction, just everything was brilliant. I, was, I loved it. I watched the entire thing. I thought it was much better than before and much better than expected, but I went back and forth between the news. They had a documentary on Joe Biden on. They had a documentary. <laughs> I went back and forth between the news and uh, the Grammys. You didn't like it, James? I didn't watch it. Why? Were you boycotting? No, I haven't watched it for probably five years. Oh, you just don't it's like usually it. on when the housewives are on. So. Oh God, it was on Sunday night. Well, I picked the best and worst dress, and you got Jason. You can tell me if you agree. The absolute worst dress. I mean, there were some doozies, but the worst dressed. Katy Perry. She looked like she was popping out of one of those uh, those uh, what do you call cotton candy? 
uh, cotton candy at the fair. Uh, come on, look at this. I mean, come like, on. You know those you know those crepe paper balls they hang in grocery stores? Yes. <laughs> That's what the dress Yeah, like, like a piñata. Like a piñata <laughs> coming with her head popping out. I mean, honestly, and she looked so much prettier when she had really had her dark, natural, gorgeous hair. Now she's just trying too hard. I'm sorry. That is just, I couldn't with her. And you know, I, love, I mean, she's a good girl and everything, but no. Mm -mm -mm. This girl, I can't remember her name. You'll know it. She won the uh, New Artist of the Year, I think. What's her name? Juelipa. She had the most stunning it. dress of all the dresses. This is elegant. There is nothing that could top this ever anywhere. You could match it. You might find something just as beautiful, but you're never going to top this. Describe it for the podcast. It was, um, it was, it wasn't beads and it wasn't, uh, I don't know what kind of fabric it was. It was, it was silver, but it was a glitter fabric, but it wasn't, I don't know if it was sequins or, but it wasn't beads. That was the basis of the dress. And then she had this satin wrap that went around the breast and around the neck the waist that made her waist look 18 inches. And, and then it, it was wrapped around in a way that it went into a big, long train in the back of a silver satin. It was just absolutely gorgeous. It, I, I mean, she knocked it out of the park. The necklace was stunning. She didn't overdo the jewelry, but she did it. I, I would have liked to have seen some big diamond earrings on her and a big diamond cuff, but you know me, always overdo the jewelry. But she really, I mean, it's perfect. There's nothing about it's not perfect. Her hair was sleek and chic and classy and elegant. She knocked it out of the park, so good for her. And she won, the, and she won a Grammy at the end of the show. Michelle Obama welcomed everybody. That was lovely. She got a standing ovation. They wouldn't stop clapping. Everyone was screaming and clapping for so long, probably because the first time we've seen anything normal in politics coming from <laughs> out of the White House in the last seven or eight years, that people just couldn't get over her. And she made a nice little talk about how music bond, you know, lets us connect as a community. It was just amazing. And I love Alicia Keys. She hosted it. How amazing is she? She's the cutest. If you ever watched her on The Voice, you get to see her spirit in her heart. She's one of the good people that are always rooting for everybody. And what I loved the most about her, too, was she didn't take herself so seriously, but but she's just, her personality was everything. She wasn't trying to overdo it. And when she played those two pianos, I didn't realize this until later. That was a tribute to a, an earlier black female artist that, uh, that did something or said something political that basically they dropped off the planet. And it was a tribute to her because she used to sit and do the two pianos. Wasn't that stunning, though, when she did the two pianos? It was just she gorgeous. She was amazing. I loved Fabulous. it. Fabulous. She wonderful. just looked so great. She had that big black hat on. And I don't know. Now, the tribute to Aretha. What did you think of that? The three girls singing. It was uh, Fantasia and two other girls. Oh, actually, I enjoyed it, but I thought Day it could be more. I think Yolanda I was Gayetum. expecting more, but I did I was enjoy expecting it. more. I mean, I it was it lovely, but honestly, it, it, it did not capture Aretha. They should have had, in my opinion, someone that can belt it out like Fantasia could, and also maybe even, what's her name, Hudson, uh, that one, and, you know, Jennifer. Jennifer Hudson, and a couple of those, and they should have had vignettes of Aretha on the back, singing, with playing the piano. Should have I had agree. her at our gala, <laughs> performing <laughs> on the screen, and then those girls could have sang in between, and they should have made confetti and turned it into a big pink Cadillac on the stage. I mean, they could have made such a big show out of it, and I was a little disappointed. They just sang, got, stood up and sang a song, the three of them, or a few songs, or in do, what do you call it, a montage or whatever. It was all right. Now, when Cardi B walked in in that clam, 
that dress that went like that, and then it opened up like a like a like a yeah, lily. Like, it was a famous Terry Mugler. It was stunning on her, and she pulled it off. I mean, it was silly, and you, she could hardly walk in it. But it would have been great for a photo shoot. But for her and her personality and the Grammys, it, it worked for her. I mean, it was okay. It was a little silly, but it was gorgeously done. And I was so proud of her when she won, and she's so humble. And I was really I rooting like for her. her. I'm, I'm I like her. Music, but I love and her character. I know. Energy, Me right. too. And you know what? I liked her ever since she made that rapping song about when the shutdown was going on. She was just so damn hilarious. But then later, she changed into a normal gown when she won the award. She had a normal gown on, and she... She couldn't even speak. She was just speechless. She was so overwhelmed. I, I love seeing people like that makeup. You're getting a lot of comments. Okay. Joy Walmer says she agreed. That was not a good look on Katy Perry. Ah, um, awful. Jeff Harris says, I'm over Katy Perry. He also agrees with you that the tribute wasn't um, about Aretha. And um, Sarah Gaynor said she also thought Kyle Jenner, Kylie Jenner was god-awful horrible dress that night. I missed that dress. I, I, you know, I went back and forth. I will say, though, that not very many people could pull off some of the, like Jennifer Lopez, when she's, when she's strutted in with the hat. That was a beautiful dress, but I don't know. I get Alicia wearing it on the stage as a performance, but I don't get someone wearing a big brim hat to an event where you're going to sit in an audience and block people behind you, or like Jennifer Lopez came in with it at night. I mean, those hats are for day. They're for luncheons. But she looked gorgeous. Jennifer looked gorgeous. And people, there was a big controversy about whether she should have been able to sing all the songs of Motown. What in the hell does anybody care? You have to be black now to sing a Motown song? I mean, come on. I mean, nobody criticized Hamilton for having black people sing white people's, uh, play white people roles. Why does anybody care that she's not black singing Motown songs? I never, did you get that? I think it's silly. I thought, you know what, I mean, exactly. who cares? Who cares? And mean, by the way. As long as she's respectful and supporting it and promoting it. Of and course. it's beautiful, why not? And by the way, she knocked it out of the park. I will yeah. tell you, I was holding my breath when she jumped up on that damn piano and started dancing in those 10-inch stilettos. I was like, girl, I hope they're there to catch you because that was scary to me. But she did an amazing job. I just don't understand anybody criticizing her for not being black, for singing Motown songs. I mean, what is this now? You can't even sing a black song if you're not black and you can't sing a white song? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Viola Davis also had a gorgeous dress on. She had an off-the-shoulder, very simple black dress, but the white satin wrap around her shoulder looked like a stole, and it was gorgeous. But she always knocks it out of the park on the red carpet. She's got her body type down, and she wears the same type of dresses with a different style and twist to it. So anyway... Oh, have we milked the Grammys yet? My God, it's only... We've already talked in 30 minutes. We've only gotten started. Nina <clears throat> McCall says we should watch Muscle Shoals. It's a documentary about Aretha Franklin. Oh, well, we'll have to watch that. I just think about her sometimes. Poor thing. <laughs> Perez Hilton wrote that this on his, in his blog that Thomas Markle has gone nuts, that he just shared a super personal letter that Megan wrote him last summer. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that. And did you see the letter? Yes. Yeah. What a jerk. What a horrible you know jerk. He has now stepped <clears throat> over to a point that it, uh, of no return. I mean, I, I, yeah. I can't believe it. We're done. He He's done. Well, it made... It made George Clooney come out this week and say that they're treating her exactly like they did Diana, and we all know how that ended. Here's her, his quote. She's being pursued and vilified and chased in the same way Princess Diana was, what George Clooney said. I am just livid. I'm telling you, he has some nerve. 
Can you imagine that? Yeah. What a piece it's, of I, jerk. That would be it. I would not speak That's to it. him again. You know what? At that point, I put a restraining order on him and cut him off and tell him anything they say about me is considered slander tabloid news. And you're, goodbye. 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 You're done. Prince Philip voluntarily returned his driver's license at 97 years old. Well, that's good. That's probably because he had that car accident. <laughs> He's 97 and driving. He's got drivers. It's about time. It's about time. I mean, I, listen, I'm glad he's driving at 97. I hope we're all driving at 97. Well, here's a little trivia for you that <clears throat> women's brains tend to age more slowly than men's brains, according to the University of Pittsburgh. That's why I will be much smarter when I'm 100 than all the men around me. <laughs> and listen to this Valentine's gift that you can get. Oh, my God. This is so fucking hilarious. You can, okay. The El Paso Zoo will name a cockroach after your ex and feed it to a meerkat live on camera. You just message the zoo on Facebook with your ex's name, and they'll do this as a Valentine's gift. I just think that's so hilarious. That's so clever. I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. We're Apparently gonna the response get... was so overwhelming that they had to stop taking orders. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to get those cockroaches. I mean, it's just awful. Oh, and celebrity news. Jennifer Aniston celebrated her 50-year-old birthday party attended by Brad Pitt. He went. So I thought that was lovely. Apparently, she maintains good relationships with all of her exes. She seems like the type that would. Susan Lucci, after, you know, she had heart, she had heart surgery, major heart surgery. She went for a checkup or something. I'm not sure how it came about. Major heart surgery. They said if she wouldn't have oh the surgery, she probably would have died. So in support of the red dress thing that they do every year, you know, for heart for women, she walked the runway at Macy's in the red dress fashion show to acknowledge, you know, heart surgery people and, pe- and women to take care of their heart and fell flat on her butt. At the, in the runway, <laughs> and they showed a picture of her, but she was very graceful. She was sitting there like that, oh, with her legs out straight, with her little oh, high heel shoes showing at the end, and this big, huge, uh, red bouffant-type dress laying all over. <laughs> I mean, bless her heart. It's I mean, funny, you know, not funny. it's not it's funny. Sad. Albert Finney, that great British actor, dies at age 82. You know who the sexiest man alive in People magazine was? Is it, is it me? Yeah, it was you. Uh, Do you know who it was? David Beckham. Uh, I don't know. Do you think he's the sexiest uh, man alive? I don't think he's the sexiest man alive, but he's sexy. All those tattoos I don't like. I, I, you know, like that, that takes that. I don't know. Why do you like those tattoos? What's wrong with you? You don't have any. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? You don't have any tattoos. Well, then why do you like them? I have a tattoo comment about last week. We were talking about Adam Levine and the tattoos. Yes. And somebody that watched the web series afterwards commented that he looked like an Ouija board. <laughs> he did with that California across yeah, the Yeah, you're he right. He did look like an Ouija board. Or Monopoly. Put, put, your, put your house here. Paris Hilton did an end plastic pollution campaign. Good for her. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm glad Paris is doing something good with her celebrity. I've always kind of liked her. She's kind of cute. You know what it is about her? She doesn't seem to take herself so seriously. She works really hard, that DJ thing, flying all over the place, doing those DJ clubs at night. And she's kind of got a sweet spirit about her. She's got 50 dogs or 100 dogs or 200 dogs. She's like the Dalmatian lady. But I don't know something about her that I like, you know? And Jennifer Lawrence is engaged. Jennifer Lawrence, engaged. So we can take our five-second break, if that's okay. 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 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we're back. Just in time to start talking about the housewives. So let's go from royalty and celebrity to the lowest hanging fruit on television. Housewife news. So I saw a picture of Andy with his baby. He had the, ba- the, the, the strap that you put around your chest and put the baby in it, getting on his private plane, flying home with the baby, and they only showed the back of the baby's head. I thought it was very tasteful. He looked very happy and very peaceful. And, you know, I was actually happy for him. You know, he's got his little babies on his way home. How he's going to work that baby into that schedule, that's another, that's another story. But uh, he's going to change him. That will change him. But I thought that was very sweet, you know. So, anyway, good for him. Ashley uh, Guy says she saw you on Andy Cohen last night. I don't watch What Happens Live, and that you look stunning. And she is from Richmond, Virginia, but used to live in Palm Beach. And she would like to have one of those thousand dollar gift cards you had in your handbag. Those were Jeffrey Rackover <laughs> gift cards he gave me. That's right. Yeah, that he's the one that loaned me the hundred uh, carat D flawless diamond earrings that I wore to the reunion that year. Wow. Wow. Don't ever say I don't have friends with good taste. Yeah, a lot of people saw you there last night. We had a lot of comments oh, yeah? night on social media about it. Yeah. And they, I thought you looked beautiful. Well, and, thank you. And you did. I didn't see it. So I, I don't know what I was, I was watching at that time. I had to be watching Brian. I'm sorry I'm addicted to the news, the politics of the day right now. So Shannon is dating a Comcast executive named Rick Stanley. Apparently, she's very happy and in a good place. She lost all that weight she had gained, and she looks fabulous. So good for Shannon of, of Orange County. Now, did you guys see Sonia's, what she posted for Valentine's Day? God. Oh, I mean, I love Sonia. I've known oh, her. My. James I'm, to I honestly, I've known Sonia so many years, I can't even tell you. Before, I think before our day was born, I've known her for so long, and I've always loved her. To me, she's like a young Barbara Streisand in, in Funny Girl. She's just a caricature, and she's crazy. And so, therefore, I give her a lot of passes, you know, like when she spread her legs with, and went commando, like when she gets drunk, sloppy drunk, like when her dress <laughs> fell off on stage. I give her passes that I probably wouldn't give other people because I love her so much, and I know she's got such a good heart. But she's laying on the bed with all these little chocolate kisses with a little thing barely covering her with a chain and a whipping chain. <laughs> said something about, I don't remember what she said. Oh my something God. about a Valentine's gift. She was promoting something. Oh, my God. It was, it was funny. funny. Bethany commented underneath it. It was like, what the hell? 
<laughs> yeah, I think you sent me that, do ya? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Uh, well, Bethany couldn't pull that off. No, uh, only uh, Sonia could pull that off. Absolutely. You know, and I take, listen, I'm telling you, get away with in life what pe- you can get, depending on who you are, de- determines what you can get away with. Like Lisa Renna, she can get away with stuff that I could never get away with. Sonia can get away with stuff I could never get away with. If I did that, can you imagine, even if I was 25 years old with a perfect body, the amount of criticism I would get. Uh, the Real much. Housewife taglines were coming up. But before we get to that, um, Renna calls out Lisa Vanderpump on TMZ about missing the baby shower. According to Inquisitor.com, she didn't have it. That Lisa Renna's cracking the whip. She decided, she that, um, mark my much. word, over the next three years, it's going to become the Lisa, Lisa Renna and the Beverly Hills Housewives. It's going to be her show. She's, she's already aligning herself with all of her friends, and she's, she's, she's going to be a star of the show. I mean, she's got the biggest big personality. My favorite thing with her is, you're darn right. I'm going to talk about it. When she starts sipping on that, when they're like, are you willing to talk about it? You're darn right. I'm going to talk about it. Like, of course I'm going to talk about it. I can't wait to talk about it. And I think the reason Vanderpump's having a hard time is no one ever really went up against Vanderpump or called her out on very much. A little bit. Kyle did. But she didn't have any support. Then Renna comes along and she calls her out on everything. So now Kyle's like, well, now that I'm not the only one, I'll, I'll go ahead with a little more. I'll be a little more. And she's right. Yeah, the things they've called her out on, I don't, I don't necessarily think that uh, are that out of. They're not that online. They're not nasty, mean. Oh, I hate you. Let's ruin your life, kind of things. They're just like behavioral things that she does that people don't like, and they call her out on. It's a different kind of calling out than hate, you know. So the taglines, and you guys tell me who you like the best. Lisa Renna. In the game of life, it's Renna take all. Do you guys like it? That's my favorite. That's your favorite. Yeah. We haven't even done the others. You read them already. Erica Girardi. Most people talk about their fantasies. I'm living mine. That's a good one for her. Dorit. In business and in life, I wear my many hats and hairstyles. No. Who? No. (laughs) James doesn't like her. James, when he doesn't like somebody, he's just done. I don't like her at all. I like her. I think she's hilarious. Lisa Vanderpump, you can stab me in the back, but whilst you're there, kiss my ass. That's kind of well, good. That's, that's a good one. Good. I'm sure it's got what's coming That's up. a good one. Now, I do know my friend uh, Alex works over there at Evolution. The producer comes up with a lot of these taglines for a lot of these women. I shouldn't have said that, but I don't know that he did it on these, but I knew in the past he's come up with some really good ones. Tenny Mellencamp Aurore, whatever the last name is, I'm not afraid of hard work, but I'll never do your dirty work. That's not a bad one either. I kind of like it. Actually, I kind of like yeah. that one Denise, as well. Denise, my problem with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier. That's, it's fitting for her. <clears throat> That's funny because remember I made one up for Lisa earlier in the year when all the gossip was coming out about what was happening during taping and that's what it sounded that was almost the one I made for Lisa Lisa Vanderpump yeah. what did you remember I, I had remember. one that said something like uh, lies make good tabloid but reality is my headline or something like that it, but yeah it was, that was good yeah. James likes to tag stuff Kyle and Beverly Hills the truth always has a way of rising to the top I mean, it's a true statement. I don't think it's worthy of a tagline. I think it's worthy of a pillow, like all my pillows. <laughs> don't have all my quotes on. <laughs> all right. So that was that. So then we watched Beverly Hills. Did you guys watch it? I did. I watched it back and forth. I went between the news and that. Okay, so what were the highlights of the show for you? I, I, I actually enjoyed it because obviously it's the first episode, so it kind of is going to set up what's going to happen. But I really did connect to and, and felt terrible for Lisa because I know that 
what she went through is obviously something that, you know. With her brother. Yeah, is a very hard thing to do. And it, it, it takes your attention away and it makes you do stupid things and you get distracted and, you know, it's, it's difficult to process. So I don't think she's thinking clearly right now and I think she's emotionally all over the place. So obviously we'll see that happening. But I, I mean, Okay, I next, James. What were your highlights? I thought Kyle came on really hot early, and I also think Lisa is probably not in the best frame of mind. Um, uh, and um, she's I think maybe not in the best frame of mind, but you know what? I don't think grief changes your behavior; it just brings out more of it. Just right. like when you're drunk, it doesn't change who you are; it just brings out more of who you are. Yeah. So I'm not going to let her use that as a as no. An I think excuse. she's having trouble compartmentalizing. Yeah, it. that's it. And then I thought that uh, um, I liked Denise Richards. Uh, I thought she. She was, you know, it was okay was for the there. first thing. She, she was, was there. there. She was there. But I think she's going to fit in. I could just see, like, the... It seemed like instantly she was connecting with at least well, Erica. Well, friendly with someone. Well, yeah, she'll probably fit in. But, you know, listen, it was her first time out. So she was there. I mean, it wasn't remarkable entrance. Go ahead. But Kyle yes. looked different to me. Like, well, somebody she, just came up here and said she got new teeth. But, you know, I think she... Even when they were, like, showing, like, a scene and then they would go to her interview, yeah. she looked... <clears throat> different well her one she cut different. her hair two she did admit that she had that little space between her teeth her teeth made a little larger and i think the hair makes a big difference on her but i think she looks gorgeous so what did you guys think when uh <clears throat> lisa said she didn't want to talk about the dog and then the guy starts jumping and talking about the dog that was a total it was not sincere and it was a setup yeah. I, I what do you think james it was not an organic uh situation. That's what I thought. I thought she wants to throw rocks and hide her hands, which is why they always get mad and she gets into trouble. Should have just owned it. You did this to my dog, bitch, and I don't like it. You know? But yeah, I mean, you can't throw rocks and hide your hands. She should have just owned it and said, you did this to my dog. I don't like it, and I'm going to talk about it. But instead, like, oh, no, darling, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it while her employee's over there blurting it out. To me, it was too contrived. But anyway, that's that. Viewer. Hi, Leah. Fan here. Oh, I have two now. Love your wit and practicality. I see your Wednesday show shout out to whatever. My request for you to consider is how to navigate creating and enjoying and maintaining new friendships. I moved to Southern California three years ago. Work with family over. Not much left to give. I love that you're always entertaining. I've never done that. But thanks for the idea of trying. Any advice? So I guess she wants advice on how to create, maintain, new friendships. Well, girl, you've got to get out there. If you just moved, have a little party at your house and invite people over. They'll reciprocate. If you see an opening of a flower shop, go to it. If you see the opening of a dry cleaners, go to it. Go to anything but the opening of a funeral. Just go. Get out, meet people, network, and be charming and fabulous. And you'll see. People are easy to make friends in L.A., Everybody's easy there. It's not a pecking order. It's not a jealousy. It's not a, you know, it's just like they all like to hang out. Like if you were going to go to dinner and you can call somebody at the last minute, hey, I'm going down the hill to dinner. You want to meet me? Sure, fine. It's not, oh, you're telling me at the last minute? You know, like it is in some places. Hi, Leah. Love your podcast. Love hearing you on Jeff Lewis Live. Oh, that was from Claire. Uh, Claire, F-R-E-C-H-E-T-T-E. This is from 
I don't know, Stacy, uh, S-T-A-C-I-A. Hi, Leah, love your podcast. Love hearing you on Jeff Lewis. Skincare question. That's something I know about. I'm 47 years old and have my very first <clears throat> dry skin facial. My first, yeah, dry skin facial. What a treat. I recently started using heavy-duty night moisturizer, but I need gentle exfoliation in my routine. I've been using hydrating cleanser twice daily and adding uh, an acid cleanser once and twice a night, blah, 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 to avoid irritation. I need something else. To, would you tell me more about the exfoliating scrub? Okay, here's what you need to do. If, you're, you need to, if you're, your skin is dry and it's starting to flake a little, you do need to exfoliate. So you take our exfoliating cream, you put like a dime, the size of a nickel or a dime or a quarter in your hand and put a little water on it and you exfoliate, 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 round, 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 going upward, outward circles, gentle, 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 gentle with your tips of your fingers, and then you rinse it off really, really well. <clears throat> However, that'll get rid of <clears throat> the dead skin, <clears throat> something I hate, so allergic. I don't have it right here. So now, the key to moisturizing, <clears throat> this moisturizer that we spent years in our research and development increases the moisturization in your skin 500% in one week and 440% in two days. But let me tell you about moisturizing. There's a thing called, what's it called? Uh, feeding your, your skin, moisture feeding. You, on a day off or one day when you're not going to be rushing out the door, you put your moisture lotion on. You wait 20 minutes and you put it on again. You wait 30 minutes or an hour and you put it on again. And you keep putting it on all day until your skin, your finger, when you touch it, drags on your face. That means you've got enough moisture that it's now on the surface. If it's so... Uh, if it's absorbed so much and penetrated so well, that's a great quality moisturizer because it doesn't sit on your skin. But if you don't keep adding, 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 and adding, and adding, and skin feeding, you'll never get it to the top layer because your levels of skin underneath are so dry, they're sucking it out. So you don't have to do that all the time, but I do it like if I travel especially or if I'm in L.A. in the summer, I moisture feed my skin probably once or twice a week. And our moisture cream, I don't think there's anything better on the market, to be honest with you. Taylor Gardner asks if men can do that, too. Yes, of course. of course. Okay, let's see. Leah, please consider this topic for your next lunch and podcast. Oh, you got to go to read it. The NewYorker.com magazine, Suspense Novelist, Trails of Deception. Go to the NewYorker.com magazine. This is from Jodine Weber. If you're interested in novelists or writing or getting your stories out, this is a story I read it about how this, remember that time that guy went out and wrote that whole story and uh, that it was true and then it wasn't and uh, Oprah Winfrey busted him? Yes. A million little, million pieces, little pieces. Well, this is a story about another person doing a similar type of thing. And what they're saying is it's appalling for writers who are striving to be published despite legitimate health issues, because this person used a health thing too. The parallels to the uh, political climate are striking and repeated lying for fame and personal money. So this is Jodine's take on it. And I'm telling you, it was a very interesting story. It's like people, it's kind of like those reality shows where the truth is sometimes better than the lies, but they lie. This writer would have had a great story just by telling the truth, but they embellish it so much they lose credibility. And then what it does is it loses credibility in the, for the rest of the industry. So it was an interesting article. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I also listened to you on Heather's show recently. It got me thinking. I used to live in Miami. I knew one of your... Oh, here's a good one. I knew one of your hate fellow housewives. Well, shock. I managed a high-end store in Aventura. Oh, this is juicy. And I would lend her clothing for different appearances Ooh. while you were all filming. 
I say lend because I did it all on the down low. I called our company's PR director and asked if I could loan things to her, and they said something like, we do not loan pieces to reality TV personalities. <laughs> so their store wouldn't let him loan it, oh but gosh. he wanted to do it. He did it anyway on the down low. That's funny. Well, your PR company was right. Don't loan to reality people personalities that call themselves stars. Your talk above borrow, about borrowed dresses and tape on the bottom of the shoes was so true. Oh One of the funny. last times I saw her was right before you filmed that infamous reunion. She told me how she planned to bring you down and even showed me the what? envelope with all the, quote, evidence she was t- going to oh take to the gosh. taping. <laughs> Remember all that fake file that was just blank paper? <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. also crazy. I just had to share this story with you because I'm watching the show on Hulu right now, and it brought back memories. Much love. You are a true queen. You need your own show. I feel like Miami should be represented on Bravo in some capacity. Keep us laughing. Oh, see, I told you. I know they would go and write scripts and, and practice what they were going to say and then go plot and hate, and they want to know why there's no show. And this is no the, one's interested in that. Comes- so many different people. So I knew crazy. that was... Ha- I didn't know until after, but yeah. I found out about all of it. And it's no wonder the show isn't successful. No one's interested in watching a hate fest beat up like on a pinata every week because they have some personal grudge. It's just ridiculous, and they're jealous. Oh! Nancy says, Nancy and Bonita, you were on Watch What Happens Live with Amy Sedera's last night. Did you catch it? You were fabulous. Darla, love you. Sherry, when will Miami come back? That fat lady sing. Uh, Carol Sullivan, what do you think of Jeff and Gage? Is it over or not? Oh, God, I never predict relationships. I'm leaning towards it's over, but I'm hopeful that it's not. Uh, I'm still going to be friends with both of them. Do you have a single twin sister? Interesting, intelligent, beautiful. Roy would just tell you, come pick me up. <laughs> He's just like, come get her. Come get her. Come to Poland. I've been to Poland. I used to sell my products in Poland. Can you believe that? I bought a bunch of furs back in before I was educated on not buying furs. Uh, did I ever date a black man? I'd have to think about it. I never really dated that much, period. Let's be honest. You're the best. I just rewatched the episode last night of you and Elsa having wine at your house. You were f- I love her. I miss her. I'd go see her at least once a week if they hadn't circled the wagon and tried to keep her from everybody. Uh, hi, Leah. Are you friends with... Mm, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's from Can Glam. That one went after my husband and sent a nasty note calling him Pontius Pilate when he was representing a guy for free that she knew. And I'm just like, bitch, you've gone too far. My husband's representing this guy for free. You come into it a year later after pretending you didn't even know the guy. And now all of a sudden you want to tell my husband how to run this case that he's working for free. Bye-bye. Darling, can you please tell Jeff to take an emodium for his diary of the mouth? No. What was that? Well, you tell Jeff to take an emodium for his diary of the mouth. Uh, That's what makes him interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I think he could keep a few things a little more private. Leah, I received my order. That was from Aralith. Jacqui, J-A-Q-U-I. Uh, I received my order today. The packaging is wonderful. The thank you note is such a nice personal touch. I can't wait to try my serum. Oh, let us know how you love it. Jason does all that fabulous packaging with all the ribbons and the bows and the this and the that and the... Jeff Harris had a question about
about the serum since you brought that up. Yeah. They said, what exactly do serums do, and are they good for men as well as women? Yes. You see what happens as you age, even starting as early as your 20s, you start making less collagen, and your collagen starts to break down. So it's a support system for the collagen to help it uh, not break down. And if your collagen breaks down, that's where you start to get the lines and the wrinkles. And the people that you'll notice that have the most lines and wrinkles are people that smoke a lot of cigarettes. And those are people, because cigarettes definitely, uh, you know, deplete the collagen. So, and another thing good for that is vitamin C. And a lot of water and staying out of the sun. Okay, Leah, I'm 42, says Jess LaRusso. I've been dealing with adult acne. It's never really gone away. I've tried every product, including prescriptions. Do you have products I should try? I will tell you, you know, I never like to make claims about acne, and it is a medical thing, and you really have to consult with your doctor. However, I will tell you, if you have scarring from the acne or if the problem is that you're having impurities that keep coming out of your skin, if you start with that non-surgical facelift kit, which really tones, firms, and tightens and sucks the impurities out like a vacuum cleaner, and you use it long enough, it usually will make a difference. It'll balance out the oils in your skin and balance out your skin. If you use it and it doesn't make a difference or it's getting worse, and you may get worse before you get better, but after a period of time it's not getting better, then, you know, it's not, you're one of those acne things, you need something else. Another thing, the aloe vera gel that we just sell independent by itself, aloe vera gel is always a healer, and that's a great thing to put on. on um, and ours is a concentrated form where we grow the aloe vera, and it's really it's the highest grade medical aloe vera that you can get now you the only thing better than that or equal to that would be if you bought an aloe vera plant broke it open and scraped out the gel that's how good ours is and then but you know so there you go okay vivian i love your podcast i hear you on jeff uh oh i did that one already hmm. okay cnn oh listen to this score this is a good story Abigail News. Abigail Arias is a little girl who had a big dream to become a police officer. On Thursday, that dream came true when the six-year-old was officially sworn in as an honorary officer in Freeport, Texas. She has a tumor, a type of kidney cancer in children. Her terrible little, terrific little smile is to, uh, and she says she wants to keep fighting the bad guys. And I wanted to make her dream came true, says the police chief, uh, Mr. Garvey. And it's unbelievable. She was given a custom uniform, especially designed for her, along with a duty uh, and a gun belt. She was sworn and surrounded by her family and police officers from around the state. So she's six years old. She's got cancer. They don't know probably what the prognosis is, and they wanted to give her the dream of being a police officer, so they dress her up and give a badge. I'm telling you, that's really cute, isn't it? Okay, in news, let's see what time it is. Oh, my God. I mean, we haven't even gotten started. I, I don't even know what to do. Look at this. Look, we haven't even gotten started. I could go for five hours. Let's do my quote just so we don't miss it. Life has a purpose. Choose yours. Oh, my God, in the news. Well, Bezos. So now Bezos had the D-I-C-K pick go out. Apparently, he's going to go after AMI and the National Enquirer for extortion. And uh, it turns out that his brother-in-law or his mistress's brother is the one that apparently grabbed the photos off of her text phone and sent them to the Enquirer because he's a big Trump supporter. Now, I'm not sure if I believe that. I'm wondering if that brother has taken the rap for somebody else that leaked those photos because it would be criminal. And maybe because it's the sister... They wouldn't press charges against the brother. So let's see how that all plays out. 
But what I love about him, he did an interview the other day, Jeff Bezos, and he says, if the PP tape comes out and available, I will offer it free to all of my Amazon Prime members consistent with the mandate from Amazon to offer the highest quality to our customers. And he says that he's working on it round the clock to find the tape. <laughs> what are you going to do if he finds that tape and puts it Gosh, out? <laughs> like, I oh my God, love it. They have got it out. I love ah. it. Now, uh, honest to God, I just can't. This is another one. I'm not going to do this. Crime is going up because people are now beating up, picking on, raping, and pillaging immigrants because they think they won't go to the police about it. I mean, that's just as horrible as it gets. Uh, $1.4 million in uh, Puerto Rico deep cuts ha have now, in their budget, have caused them. They have no food aid, and people are starving, and they can't even bury their dead because the bodies are decomposing before they can bury them because they don't have any means to bury them. And meanwhile, Trump hasn't sent it, won't send him a dime and wants to divert that money to the border and just doesn't care about them. And, nobody, and it's just like, how's he getting away with it? They, the, the woman quit. The woman quit that was running uh, FEMA because Trump won't give the people in Puerto Rico their money that was allotted for them. What are you laughing at? <laughs> what? Okay. The comments that were coming in. Nancy Carver says, please let there be a PP tape. Oh, when you die? When you die? <laughs> Joanne Bibolo says, I'm going to make a sandwich. This could be a while. Oh it my is God. lunch with Leah. Lunch with Leah. So the cover of the New York Post is it Bezos exposes Pecker. I mean, come on, how funny is that? <laughs> Nassau says that 218 is the hottest year on record. <clears throat> Three more people shot in one critical condition in Brooklyn. There go the guns again. Tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of the Parkland students and all that slaughter. Oh, it makes me sick. Oh, the U.S. Postal Service is honoring nations of brave and loyal military working dogs with the 2019 Forever Stamp Collection. Isn't that sweet? Aw. And the people in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, are trading Columbus Day off for Voting Day off so people can vote during the election. Now, that's wonderful. Delta. This is the dumbest thing I've heard in news. Delta is pulling airline napkins for flight for flights that Coca-Cola made to advertise Coca-Cola, and they're apologizing for it. Do you know what the napkin said on there? Be a little old school. Write down your name and give it to your plane crush. You never know. So what are they trying to be, matchmakers now? They're already talking about people being groped and fondled when they're asleep and sexual harassment, and now Coca-Cola comes out with a, oh, write your phone number on this little napkin and give it to your plane crush. So now you're going to sit on the plane and go hand somebody a napkin? Oh, and the infidelity and their, oh, the plea is a stupid idea. Whoever their PR person was is a complete idiot. Denver Public School uh, teachers in, in, are on strike, and their students are backing them up. Thousands of flamingo chicks were rescued. Listen to this in South Africa. I thought of you, Jason. Awesome. That damn, <clears throat> the parents of, of the, of the um, flamingos abandoned them because they had to go to safety because they're drought and dehydrated. There was no water. So would you believe that um, they're airlifting them to safety and rescuing them? They rescued 2,000 of them, the little flamingos. That's what I like about South Africa. We really take care of our nature. Yeah, they do take care of the nature. And they were dehydrated, and some of them had little infections. And aww. Aww. Oh, now news. Okay, the New York Post is asking fashion designers to stop trying to make blackface happen. Prada, Gucci, and now Katy Perry. Shoes have been pulled off the market for racist imagery. 
and the pair of mules and some high heel sandals featuring eyes and big red lips. What is this? Is the fa I never hear, I, I don't remember hearing about blackface since uh, like 100 years, and all of a sudden it's everywhere. It's like contagious. It's like, Another thing we can about? thank Megyn Kelly for. <laughs> yeah, she gets fired for it. The guy in. in uh, She's the one that kind of like. She brought it uh, up. Brought the whole thing yeah, back in. Yeah, and the guy in uh, Virginia, yeah. he's in trouble, and now the designers are making black place shoes. What's wrong with people? Just forget. I mean, come on. That should be in the Museum of Black History, and then that should be the end of it, and we shouldn't do that anymore. But meanwhile, Mitch McConnell goes out and does photo ops in front of the Confederate flag, and nobody complains about it. <sighs> but Dillard's is dropping the lines, and they're being pulled off their websites, too. And all that humanitarian aid that we sent down to Venezuela, the government, it's sitting in Colombia. Maduro won't let it in the country. How about that? It will not let in the country. It's unbelievable. Uh, pres the ex-president of Costa Rica now has two women complaining that they fondled him and sexually harassed this and that. You know what? While he was a president, why didn't you come out then? Why are you waiting until he's out of office to come out? Does that seem strange to you? Sounds like a payday to me, but I don't know. Listen, I, want, I'm, I think it should all be investigated and taken seriously, but sometimes, really, if you're going to go after him, do it, when it, do it then. Why are you doing it after he's out of office? Okay, whatever. So now the, we can do this later. Oh, well, I just wanted to bring this up. You know the leader, David uh, Miscarriage, or whatever his name is, that runs uh, Scientology? Miscavige, yeah. Yeah, his wife has not been seen since seven, in seven years. And the father-in-law is saying they don't think they'll ever see her again. No, and he, they, he, they've got her hidden somewhere in Scientology. Nobody knows if she's alive, dead, or where she is. And no one can, they won't, like, they, don't they have some FBI investigation that can demand the, that someone produces the uh, proof of life for Somebody that's missing seven years? Why? I mean, why is somebody doing something about that? It's just unbelievable. It, you know, he took over from Ron, uh, L. Ron Hubbard in 1986, and then he was in for a couple of years, and then the wife has never been seen since. And like two years after he was taken in, the wife hasn't been seen. And why isn't Tom Cruise going over there looking for her? That's why she's missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he should go look for her. He got rid of the wife and took Tom. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, God, James. Oh, disregard that. That's, what I'm, that's always what I've said. Oh, Lord. Well, Tom Cruise and John Travolta should go look for her. Oh, my God. Now, then this Missouri woman is jailed. She, she, she was a nurse at the, at the uh, prison. She falls in love with an inmate, and then she kills, gradually kills her husband with antifreeze. Now she's being, gotten a life sentence for murder, and she killed the husband because she wanted to marry one of the inmates. People are just, oh the world God. is just she's completely insane. gone mad. I'm sorry. People aren't letting their children do vaccines anymore. All the data says the vaccines have nothing to do with autism and other things. And now there's a big breakout and measles going on everywhere. And I saw this week they were interviewing teenagers that have turned 18 now that are going around their parents and getting their vaccines. Yeah, they the parents be, wouldn't they, let them have they it. Them have they want to be inoculated. Rick Scott, oh God, the governor of, I just can't with him, how he got all that Medicaid fraud thing dismissed, alleged. Oh, it could go on. He sends a letter to Britain, Prince Charles, and says, do not visit Cuba during the, your Caribbean tour. You know what? We had peace with Cuba. We opened up the borders. The parents could come see the kids. The kids could go see the parents. They could help them financially. It was a tourism destination, and Trump comes in and stops the whole thing. Why? Why are you making 
making people's life miserable because of a few 90-year-old Cubans that are still angry at Castro? I mean, come on, enough. Okay, whatever. Key West is banning sunscreens to protect the coral reef. That's good, because we have that house right there on that coral reef. Payleft Shoes is going into bankruptcy, 2,700 <laughs> stores. I emailed two of my rich friends and said, why don't you buy out uh, Payleft Shoes? Well, I mean, Freda's going to die when Payleft Shoes goes out of business. <laughs> El, Bye for Freda. El Chapo was found guilty on all 10 counts, facing a possible life prince, uh, sentence in prison. They are going to take $14 billion in asset seizures from him. He had a 35-day trial with 56 witnesses. They confiscated, uh, apparently he moved over 400,000 pounds of drugs. Sounds like one of Roy's old clients. Uh, and they got the drugs in with planes, trucks, tunnels through the port of entry, boats, and cars. Not any of them came through the border where they want to build the wall. Exactly. They came in a lot of them through those tunnels under there. And apparently 100,000 Mexican people lost their lives because of the drug cartel. And they say that they were, uh, his cartel was known for murder, kidnapping, and torture. Uh, and apparently, allegedly, they're saying that he gave $100 million to the former uh, president of Mexico in order to be able to get away with all this, but that has not been proven. He's got two twin daughters, but for me what stood out is during the trial, his wife, who's much younger than him, she would dress sometimes exactly like he was dressed so they, to show solidarity, and on the day that the mistress testified, she sat right there in the court dressed like Chapo and just listened to the mistress, and when he was convicted, she puts her hand over his heart, and he puts his hand over his heart, and they just love each other. How do, I can't. I mean, the mistress is testifying. I mean, girl, get a, you're young and pretty. Get a life. Get a life. Get a life. Oh, his defense lawyer said it was an honor to represent him because if you can't represent Chapo, who can you represent? And that's a good point. Everybody deserves a representation for their defense. And if they're guilty, hopefully the jury sees it. So the migrant families that were separated at the border are filing claims against the government detaining children who thought the parents had died. The children were so distraught they couldn't eat or sleep. They thought their parents were dead. These little kids they put in the cages. This makes me so upset. I the can't stand it. You'll see the long-term psychological effects. Oh, it's going to be horrible. And well, these people are going to grow up to be terrorists and hate America. I mean, come on, they're, they're creating little terrorists. Columbia former veterinarian student was sentenced to six years in prison for, listen to this, smuggling liquid heroin in puppies. So I guess they were putting liquid heroin in little bag baggies or plastic baggies and having the little puppies swallow them somehow. And then they were getting to the other side of the border and then they poop them out. So the guy's a vet. I guess he figured out how to do it. People come up. People, people. These are little dogs and little puppies. I can't anymore. And the National Comedy Center will be in Lucille Ball's hometown of Jamestown, New York. It's going to be built to there. I'd love to go see that. Oh, my God. We haven't even gotten into the politics. Should we get into the politics or should we not? Oh, my God. Oh, well, we'll a quick one. Megan McCain says that she made Ivanka Trump and Jared feel very uncomfortable during the funeral of her father. Well, good for her. She hopes she did. <laughs> there was a, there's a documentary coming out where they follow Beto around for an HBO film that's coming out this spring. By the way, 
Trump was going, he has a teeny little crowd, maybe a couple of people out there. He had 10,000 and Trump had 6,500 plus maybe another 2,000 outside. So he had more people at his rally than Trump had at the Bill of the Wall rally. Did you hear Beto's speech? Oh my God, it was inspiring and uplifting and all about love and building and a uh, community. And here's Trump over there. Finish that wall! Finish that wall! I mean, he is he is living in the Neanderthal ages. And the reporters from BBC got got Ma, a, yeah. got accosted. Well, apparently, he, Trump was was revving up the crowd to hate hate the press, the fake news, the fake and revving them up and revving them up. And he got one guy so revved up, the guy jumps the press line, goes over there and starts grabbing the BBC reporter and trying to beat the and shit out of him. hit him from behind because it was actually yeah. on BBC. It was Can terrible. you believe it? But Trump revved him up and he's just yeah. loving it. Even... And then, and then the White House releases a statement saying that they're against uh, uh, any violence against anyone, including the media. That's such crap. And by the way, talking about it both sides of your mouth. And by the way, Trump didn't say it. He sends out some little gopher. And he probably didn't even authorize it. She just probably said, I need to do it. Because he's glad they're beating him up. He's loving it. He's just another distraction. So then, did anybody see Whitaker? If you saw Whitaker's testimony, the new, the temporary uh, acting AG, he is so underqualified for that job. He was such an embarrassment. He just makes you cringe. He was a total asshole. Oh, total jerk. And he came in there and tried to boss like like he acted like he was running. The, yeah, the, the, oh, he the did. Yeah, uh, your five minutes is up. You know, like he's running the show. Even Fox News <coughs> criticized the double standard. Chris Wallace <coughs> wow. uh, criticized the double standard of the investigation, saying, "Listen, they investigated Benghazi, Fast and Furious, the IRS, on and on and on and on and on under Obama. One of the former." Uh, representatives uh, during the Obama administration that was Republican came out with a public statement yesterday saying that he was instructed by Mitch McConnell and the GOP that no matter what Obama tried to do to be against it, even if it was in the best interest of the country, their job was just to make sure he failed. Uh, Sick fucking sicker, sick people. Mark Kelly, the husband of Gabby Gifford that was shot in the face, yeah. the astronaut. He's, he's been to now. He's the astronaut. He's been to the moon and back. He's going to run for Senate in Arizona for McCain's seat. And I think John McCain would be very proud for him to hold that seat. Hey, don't you? Uh, as a Democrat against that I Sally know. whatever, that horrible one. Oh, my God. ICE has 45,000 people in detention. Maybe some were, have committed crimes, but most of them overstayed their visa, so they're here illegally. So the crime is that they're here illegally, so that's why ICE is housing them at $1,000 a night. I mean, really, you can put them in the Ritz-Carlton for 1000 a night. You know, I, it's just unbelievable. I, I can't anymore. I can't. And the violent crime in El Paso is at an all-time low. And the time that it was an all-time high was right after they built that wall or that fence. I mean, what's he? T- people, but there isn't anyone following the facts of anything anymore. Uh, and the, all the politicians and business people from the border cities uh, say that Trump is portraying their their city as an unfair and misleading and exaggerated. And uh, they're saying that you're, we are not going to give up our land. There's eminent domain, and we're going to fight you till our dying day. You're not going to take my house, my property, or my ranch or anything else because you want to build some stupid wall. So Trump's now saying, well, don't worry about the Democrats with that money. They're just, they're just radical, so we're just going to get the money somewhere else. I wish he would divert the money somewhere else and go to jail for it. 
His, oh, he's got an executive schedule. That executive schedule, he just works like 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day. The rest is tweeting, phone calling, golfing, gossiping, getting a spray tan, getting that hair teased up and routed up and wound around and tying those ties five feet long <laughs> and all this stuff. But I can tell you one thing that executive schedule does not include sex. <laughs> I think that wife can't stand him. And apparently he does his own makeup for uh, all of his appearances because he has rosacea. Yeah, to cover up his rosacea and to try to make him not look so orange. Well, just stay out of the tanning bed. Oh, my God. And then Virginia's got a big mess going on. The the governor did the blackface. The lieutenant governor has two sex users after him. And the attorney general, the next in line, also did the blackface. Virginia, what is it with Virginia? Oh, my God. But they did it years and years and years ago. I'm not excusing it, but they did it 20 and 30, 40 years ago, whatever. And I guess back then, no one thought anything of it. You know, I tell RJ every day, be so careful what you do. It'll stay with you the rest of your life. And then the West Virginia GOP lawmaker compares gays to the KKK and uses the word F-A-G-G-O-T on the House floor and refused to apologize it for it. Obama was the man of the year for 11 years in a row. Uh, so you know, that's got a, a, the 11 years in a row, he's the man of the year, the most popular man of the year. So you know, that's just driving Trump crazy. Already, okay, so Trump's already going after the candidates. He's got Warren on the trail, Pocahontas. Now, you know the story of on the trail. That's where they, they literally starved and let these people die, the, the Indians were taking their land. He's going after Cory Booker. And then Politico magazine is reporting, can a single gay guy win, win, win the presidency? Well, no one knows that he's gay, number one. And if he is, it's no one's business, number two. And the fact that he's single, who cares? So Brian Fisher, GOP, says, listen to this. If he is gay, it is disqualifying. He cannot have a man. We cannot have a man who engages in deviant behavior in the White House. We... They don't even hear themselves. Exhibit A, Trump, deviant behavior. Porn stars, affairs. Ugh, affairs, porn stars, cover up, grabbing people by the B-U-S-S-Y. What? The terminology they used for him in the Mueller report without using his name. Uh, number one. Oh, individual number, individual number one. one. Individual number one. So New Mexico and California governors are ordering the national troops to withdraw from the border, saying they're being mis- it's a misuse of them and they need them in their own areas in case of an emergency. Good for them. Oh, my God, I can't. Now, all the congresswomen wore a little State of the Union pin at the State of the Union honoring the 17-year-old little Guatemala girl that died in custody, according to Newsweek. I thought that was lovely. Iran is ordering the U.S. military to leave Syria, whether you want to or not, according to the ESpress.co.uk news. So now we're taking orders from Iran. We're taking orders from Putin. We are in love with uh, Kim Jong-un. And uh, we allow Turkey's uh, security to beat up all of our people on, on American soil and uh, smile and, tell, and we love him too. Uh, what is going on in the world? Well, it's, it's just what's going on. I just can't. Uh, another sealed indictment just this week. Cohen suddenly got uh, postponed his testimony. That's another strange one. Butina's boyfriend was indicted, the, the Russian spy's boyfriend that works for the GOP. 7,000 pages of transcripts were released and a full assault on the Mueller investigation by Fox and right-wing blogs. 
Ann Hannity was spotted at the White House. That was all this week. Roger Stone wanted, wanted the WikiLeaks dump uh, right after the Access Hollywood tape, according to a Mueller witness, which had to be probably, uh, I can't think of his name, according to the Washington Post. Can you believe that one? Yep. This is where our lure down to the end. Trump's trade policies sent U.S. agriculture exports plunging, worsening already difficult economy conditions. The average farmer income fell 15-year low. It's at a 15-year low. Some are in bankruptcy, and the farmers are in a crisis because of his trade policies. And then he wants us to subsidize the farm, and then he shuts the governments down, and they can't get the checks out to subsidize the farmers. And you know, it's like when you're growing something, you don't get to decide when to water it or fertilize it or pick it. You know, you can't just shut it down. And so he's just putting them into a tailspin. The, the, his insiders say he will not read the daily intel brief and that he rarely participates in person in briefings from the spy agencies. But yet he says he knows it all. He knows everything. Only I can fix it. So during the shutdown, 62% of federal workers were depleted of most of their savings. 42% took on a debt. 25% tapped their retirement accounts. And 25% visited a local phone, a food bank. <sighs> I can't anymore. And then, this isn't political, we'll end on it. Well, it kind of is. You know Savage 21, the rapper? I've never heard of him before. He's in Atlanta. Apparently, he did a little rap song saying something about you get picked up at the border and you can't even get a lawyer. How many days later? Two or three days later, they arrest him and put him in jail because he overstayed his visa and they want to send him back to the UK and his lawyers have been fighting to get him out. He, he got bail yesterday. He did? Already got bail yesterday. Finally got bail. And now he's got to go to court and to a deportation hearing and hope that he can convince the judge to have reason to stay here after overstaying his visa and being from the UK. Now, remember that whole thing is, well, we just want the brightest people. We just want the smart people. We don't want the criminals. Well, this kid's created lots of jobs and opportunities and sold records and done a lot for the community in, in, uh, in Atlanta. So why are they going to send him back? It's, all, it's, just prejudice. it's just racism. Next. You've got a couple of comments here before we go. Um, Richard J. LeBlanc says, you always look great. Um, Thank you. Tracy Limpe, we did talk about Andy and the baby earlier in the show, so you can go back and look at that. Go Uh, on demand and watch our show. Go to Facebook Live. Go to where you get your podcast, Lunch with Leah. And um, so anyway, yeah, there's been everybody saying that they enjoyed the show today and Listen, I'm eating this protein thing. Let's just be honest, it's a sponsored thing because I love it so much, this protein protein thing. Everybody I know is losing a lot of weight on it. You eat the two protein drinks and the two shakes and a meal. I'm losing weight. How do they get it? They go to leahblack.myevolv.com, and it's everything you need to eat for like a month when you're losing weight. And I'm loving these bars. They're fantastic. They have like... A huge amount of protein and a huge amount of fiber in them. And no sugar. It's like amazing. It's called, what's it called? I forgot the name of it. Evolve. Oh, Evolve Fat Burning. It reboots your fat metabolism. It reboots your metabolism so your body will burn its own fat. So you can find that. If you can't find it on leahblack.myevolve.com, go to hello at leahblack.com and ask us about it. Everyone's losing weight on it. And we'll put the link up. We'll put the link up, and I love it. It tastes good. Oh, it's on the website? Oh, good. Okay, so now we're doing something good for other people as well, making them skinny and making their skin glow. Yeah. Ah! We will put the link on the post for, the, uh, for that, but it's also on Leah's website, leahblack.com. All right, so do we have fun today? 
As always, yes. Yay! Okay, so we'll see you guys next Wednesday. I'll tell you all about the Texas trip, all about the girls, all about Ronnie, all about dumb gay politics, <laughs> all about my parents in Austin. And little blocks going. And we'll have fun. So I'll see you guys next week. Share this. Share it with everybody. Tell everybody you know. Let's build our ratings up. Let's build our viewership up. Let's syndicate this and go internationally global and change the world with our fabulous curator of all things fabulous, me. (laughs) Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.